Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 135050. Get set, go. Local legends want it. A bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls club near me. Ah, yes, indeed. Very good evening and welcome to another edition of Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEM. We dive into the wonderful world of lawn bowls and it's an exciting time. Our jackaroos have jetted off uh, to get their preparations underway over in the UK with Birmingham starting on the 28th of July, the Com Games for 2022. Uh, coming up later in the show, we're going to speak to the Australian Open under-18 boys singles champ, Joseph Clark. But before that, uh, a lady who knows all too well what it takes to win gold at a Com Games because she's got two of them. Former Jackaroo uh, and just all-round superstar, Carla Krasanik is with us. Local Legends Wanted search bowls clubs near me. Proudly brought to you by Apia, who are proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Our Jackaroos chat this week for Right at Home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos. Carla, hello. Hello, Sam. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, look, thank you for jumping on. Uh, I'm wrapped that we were able to catch up with you tonight, given what's ahead uh, for our Jackaroos, and not many are as well-placed as you to be able to take us inside what's happening for them right now. Um, they've just headed off uh, to the UK. I've been following a fair few of them on Instagram. Of course, Barry Lester, the most uh, prolific uh, on the gram. But uh feel like I know exactly uh, where they're at um, in their travels what do you? What can you tell us about what's going on for them in their minds as they're sitting on the plane or uh, probably about to disembark um, and start um, at, at, on the ground in the UK? Yeah, well, I, I heard that they had quite a few delays on actually getting out of the country. So um, I bet for all of them that was um, super frustrating because I know for myself, uh, when I headed over to Glasgow um, and or even up to just the Gold Coast for the Com Games there, like getting on the plane is the part when it all becomes real. Like, you know, the team gets announced and you have all the celebrations and things of making the team, but it's when you get to the airport and you're actually going um, that it all really sinks in that, it, you know, it's happening and that the games are literally just around the corner. So I'm sure the players were all full of um, so much um, excitement and a bit of, you know, anxiety as well. And then to get delayed just sort of, you know, um, makes that all a bit bigger and a bit more scary. But, um, yeah, they're on the plane now and I think they've almost landed, I presume. Um, and, yeah, they'll hit the ground running. So I think they're all pretty excited. All the ones I've spoken to are extremely excited. It's, it's been fascinating seeing what they've done in the warm-ups. Obviously, we had the Australian Open, which is great preparation um, to, to be able to bowl against the very best um, but we're also with Mount Tambourine um, fixing a, a green to replicate as best it can the, the, the slower conditions uh, of the UK greens and the Birmingham greens that our Jackaroos are set to roll out on. Um, what is What awaits them in the build-up? They're heading over a couple of weeks early. So what do you understand to be the build-up for them uh, before uh, competition gets underway? 
Yeah, I think it's fantastic. They're going to get there a couple of weeks early. Um, it gives them a chance, number one, just to settle in um, to the the team environment. Uh, most a lot of all the players know each other well, but it's it's a big change, um, you know, living with a team. So it gives them a chance to settle into that. Obviously, the greens are a lot different, um, and they've had chances to play on slow greens here, but. They are. You still want to get really familiar with the conditions over there. So the two weeks give them a good chance to settle in, learn the conditions, but not have to go like, you know, full on on the greens all day. You know, that that long period of time gives them a chance to, you know, half a day here, half a day there. And I have no doubt in tradition we usually do a few bonding things as well, which is always fun for the team. You know, to get to know each other a little bit better and have a few laughs and not take things too serious before you get into the um the village and it all it's all actually happening so from your own perspective obviously you'd remember that coming into 2018 australia with a form team and the team to beat um you got two golds uh, at that game so uh, four years on it, it makes sense that australia will be the team to beat again do they come into this com games with a bit of a target uh, on their back are they uh, the team that uh, you're going to have to have in your sights if you're going to claim gold? Yeah, look, I, I think um, we all, uh, as Australian players, we know that most of the other countries, um, yeah, they sort of go out there um, wanting to beat us. Um, we're, I guess, been probably the strongest country over the years, um, particularly the women. We've had quite um, strong results over the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, we know that, um, but we also have, you know, there's a few countries that we're sort of always keeping our eye on trying to make sure we get on top of those. So, um, uh, yeah, all the players will know that everyone's out there to beat them, but they're also out there to beat everybody else. So it all equals out, I guess, in the end. Um, you made the decision to withdraw from selection um, for the games yourself and, and Kelsey Cottrell. How tough a call was that to make? Yeah, um, yeah, extremely tough. Uh, I obviously love playing for Australia. I love playing bowls. I still feel like I've got a lot to give, and um, I actually really love playing on the slow track. So um, Birmingham seemed like um, a real goal for me um, two years ago, but then I ended up having two children in amongst it. So um, yeah, look, it's a hard decision to make, but at the end of the day, you know, I've got a six-month-old. And as you can hear, I've got a two-year-old trying to get my attention right now. Um, yeah, I just, I just, it wasn't in my heart to be able to leave them. And, and I think Kelsey's the same in that, you know, if you can't give 100% in your preparation, um, then you're not doing justice for the team. And I, I knew that I couldn't give 100% with a, a newborn. Um, and the girls that have made the team they have, they've been out there playing everything. They've been training their butts off. Um, and so they're going to get over there and they're going to perform well. And I, I just knew with a little baby, you, you can't do that. So um, sometimes you've got to, you know, put other things um, first. And, yeah, um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to cheering them on now. I know they're going to go well and I know they've done all the hard prep. And, um, yeah, hopefully it all just falls into place for them. And um, the best thing about bowls is you're not too old. So there's plenty of time for me to come back and have another crack, hopefully, in the future if I can get back in the team. Have you been? Have you managed to get uh, a, bo- a bowl into the youngest one's hands yet? <laughs> um, so my two-year-old Axel, he does come down a little bit to the club. We've had a school holiday um, bowl thing on um, at Club Sunbury over the last couple of weeks, and um, he's been my little sidekick. He's not quite into the full-size bowl yet. He needs two hands for that, but he loves to roll the jack around. So, and he does have this really big obsession with. Um, 
the markers that we use for the back of the rink when the ball goes in the ditch. Um, the ones at Club Sunbury are golf balls. So I'm hoping his obsession with those are that he's actually into golf. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, beautifully done. Hey, um, how much time with, with, with that commitment you mentioned it wasn't possible for you to commit fully to the Jackaroos so how much can you um, dedicate to training uh, at the moment yeah well I, I think my training's tr- um, it's changed a lot since before I had children like I used to be able to go down um, anytime I want spend a couple hours on the green um, you know and stop and have lunch and back out and spend a bit more time on the green um, whereas now with kids, obviously, you know, I might only have 45 minutes or if I take the youngest down in the pram, he's pretty good. He's happy to watch, but it's sort of, you know, 40 minutes is the max. So um, it's actually in some ways helped my training because I think I go down now, okay, I've got to achieve this. I've only got a short period of time and I just really focus while I'm there because I know that's the only time I can get down there for that week. So um, it's been bizarre in that some ways it's actually probably, um, yeah, helped me. Um, focus a bit more on purposeful training and getting the most out of it when I'm there. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it's been a successful year uh, for you. Carla Krasanik is our first guest on Without Bias. Thanks to Ride at Home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos. Um, you, you won the Australian Champion of Champions in April, um, being just the second woman actually to win the event twice. So it, it's clearly working for you. What did that victory mean to you? Yeah, look... Um, so we got delayed, obviously. It was the 2021. So I was actually supposed to play it when I was pregnant with my youngest, Harley. Um, so it all ended up a bit different. Instead, I was up there with him. Um, he would have been four months old when we were up there. So, uh, yeah, it ended up being different to how I expected playing it. But, um, yeah, I just really enjoyed the event. I enjoy getting out on the green now. It's a, my mum was up and my dad were up there helping me look after the little ones. So once I'm out there, I could just concentrate on the game. And yeah, I just enjoyed, I always enjoy playing on board beach greens. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, we had heaps of rain. And so in some ways that kind of um, helped me. I do sort of like the slower track anyway. Um, yeah, so I just got out there and um, uh, yeah, had a crack and it all, all fell into place for me in the end. A month further on, uh, Melbourne Extreme had a great run at the BPL. You reached the final in Brizzy. Unfortunately, caught falling to the crosstown rivals in the Melbourne Pulse. <laughs> You had to pull out of the tournament yeah. not well, but but that event, I mean, it just goes from strength to strength to strength, um, and it is doing great things in the world of lawn bowls. Yeah, the BPL, um, you can ask any player or any person that goes up to watch or watches on the tally, like it really is just um, a great spectacle of bowls. We all love playing it. Um, obviously, for me, Melbourne Extreme um, is owned by my club, Club Sunbury, so there's that extra little incentive playing for them. Um, love playing with Maddie and Ali. They've been so much fun, and I think that really showed on the greens um, at the last BPL. Obviously, quite successful making the finals. Unfortunately for me, the, um, the good old COVID bug finally caught up to me at the wrong time. <laughs> Um, but we're lucky enough that Jessica Tell, she stepped in for me and she was brilliant. She just, you know, had no um, no qualms at all about jumping on the green with big guns and yet she played really well. So I was really glad that she was able to jump in and, uh, you know, it made me feel a bit better. I was feeling like I really let the team down. But, um, yeah, she played a role well and they got to the final and unfortunately, of course, Melbourne Pulse just, just jumped them um, in the tiebreaker. But 
yeah, it's a, it's such a great event, and um, I love trying to promote it and people who haven't seen it before to to watch it because it really just shows what a great sport bowls is, and you can see all the players having so much fun, and the spectators get into it with the singing and the hoorahing, and yeah, it's it's definitely my favourite event on the calendar. So I'm looking forward to the next one as well. Uh, always great to catch up with you, Carla, and appreciate your time and your insights too about uh, what. How Jackaroos are probably feeling ahead of what they're facing uh, in the 2022 Com Games. Uh, we can't wait for that to get underway, and I'm sure we'll speak to you uh, either before, during, or after. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, Sam. And yeah, I can't wait to see um, them go well. See the Aussies out up on the podium will be it'll be great. And yeah, they um yeah they deserve to go good. They've had so much. They've put so much hard work in, um, and it's been such a challenge with COVID and all the restrictions. But they've got out there and trained hard and. Yeah, hopefully all the hard work um, comes to fruition and we see some medals come home. Carla, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. This is Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 13 50 50. Get set, go. Local legends wanted. A bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls club near me. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowls show on the Sporting Capital, all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted to search bowls clubs near me and for Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Uh, it was great to catch up with Carla Krasanik. If you missed any of that chat, uh, the two-time gold medal winning Jackaroo, not going to Birmingham, but gave us great insight into what our team can expect heading over. They're on the plane right now as we speak. Uh, it'll be all up on the podcast. But now joining us, the Australian Open under-18 boys singles champion, Joseph Clark's been good enough uh, to have a yarn to us on without buyers. Hello, Joseph. Hey, mate. How you going? Now, Joseph, my full name is Samuel, but I only get Samuel if I'm in trouble. Are you Joseph? Are you Joe? What do you go by? Uh, around the bowls world, I'm Joey uh, a lot. Joey. All right, we'll yeah. stick with we'll stick with that if that's uh, if that's how you want to roll. Uh, all good by me. Hey, congratulations! Back to back boys' titles at the Australian Open. What an honour! It must mean the world to you. Yeah, it does. It's um, it's awesome to you know, compete against you know boys your own age and play blokes you know that you don't get to play every day of the week at your own club and expand. You know, around the whole of Australia, to win that is it means a lot. To like really, to be honest, and to do it two in a row as well was good because you know first year Victoria wasn't wasn't in the Aussie Open, so to get back to back is pretty good as well. You know, just to make like just affirm to myself that you know I was good enough to win it when Victoria was in it as well. Hey, um, it was a pretty tough final against Jack McShane. Um, you had to come from behind. He got off to a really good start. You were able to, to get back into it uh, and then uh, stretch ahead. Um, how how difficult was it to problem solve? Um, what did you have to go through mentally to to work your way back in, and then to get to where you did in the end? Yeah. So during the game, there's, there's a few specific stages. So it was just problem solving in in terms of. This shot selection, um, the most specific one I can remember is uh, 16-14, I picked up a three and yeah, he had shot and there was about a metre and a bit to draw and his bowl was about three. So that just terms of problem solving, should I go to the bowl or should I just draw a shot? I decided to go to the bowl and, and got that, which got me a three because he missed the draw. There was a few stages where I had to make some significant decisions on what weight I'm going to play. Um... I felt the more numbers I'm holding, the more pressure on him 
and that would uh, force him to make a couple of mistakes, which luckily he did at some stage. And um, there's a lot of problem solving and uh, mentally, just trying to mentally get back into the game because he was jumping ahead there at the start, 9-3. There was, there was a few instances where I just had to you know, have a little drink and just re-engage. And that was, that was the biggest uh, problem solving I did, just checking in myself mentally, making sure I'm in it. <laughs> Well, uh, brilliantly done. Uh, it's a fair bit of pressure, and you've got to roll the dice and sort of have the courage to to stick with the call and um, you knew, and and the decision to go with having to, to securing points. Uh, it was a gutsy one, uh, and it paid off in the end. Were you feeling the pressure as a defending champ? No, not at all. It's funny. Uh, the night before, all my mates messaged me, and you know, what are your chances? They asked me, and I honestly told them. I said, look. I honestly reckon that it's going to be a really tough game. And I honestly thought that he was honestly expected or not expected, but uh, I had that mindset that, you know, that he was supposed to beat me. Like from a Sydney area, from a Sydney area, that's the mindset I have. Anyone from Sydney area is expected to beat someone from Coffs. That's just my mindset anyway. And I guess I went into it with that mindset and, I didn't really feel as if because I was a defending champion that I, I walked into that as a favourite or anything. I kind of felt like, if anything, you know, he was he was favoured, I guess. I don't know, but I just, I kind of went with that underdog mindset still, even though I was defending. But, um, no, I didn't really feel that pressure at all, to be honest. Uh, to credit to you, um, last year we saw your school all get involved. They were on board watching the final via the Zoom um, they give you great support. How much uh, of, of that have you received uh, throughout your bowls career so far, whether it be from school and friends and family? They tend to get around you. Oh, so much. Uh, like As you said, the whole school watched last year. Um, this year, Year 12 watched it in the hall. Just awesome from a, from a school level. Um, they provide so much support and... Um, moving around assignments for all my bowls and all that constantly and they provide heaps of support um, on a personal level. My, my dad, Peter, he, um, since a young age, getting me into bowls and, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a, a real uh, batting handoff, you know. He, he got me to a, a point where I, I was in a position to win something like this and Corey Daly from our area took me under his wing and is taking me, taking me to this level of bowls and then uh, my coach Paul Sullivan from our area now he like done so much of my delivery and it's looking good at the moment and you know now he's taking me further it's um that's all that support has been significant really I really couldn't do it without him and support from my mum as well coming down and watching and just family support when I come home like they love it and it really makes me want to keep keep doing it really it's just Incredible amount of support. You're going to go into the open ages now, um, so it's a, a big step up from from juniors to, to men's. How excited are you, and 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 where are the confidence levels that you've got the game to compete with the very best? Yeah, I take a, I take a bit a bit of confidence out of what I've been able to do in the under 18s bracket, but uh, you know it's completely different. I'm I'm very excited to. Uh, focus on it because uh, usually the ones I circle on the calendar are the under-18 events that I'm a big chance of I thought I was a big chance of you know getting a good result but 
now going into the men's, it's a lot harder. There's a lot of great bowlers around, and um, I think I've just got to take what I've been able to do in under-18s and just develop even more, and um, I should be able to walk, go up to men's events, uh, where it'd be two or three years and be very competitive, and hopefully start winning those things in the in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Set the bar high, my man. Um, you've, you've dominated it at junior level. Let's keep it going in the open ages. And I'm sure all the people around Coffs Harbour and the Park Beach Bowls Club, of which you remember, are going to be uh, cheering you on every step of the way. And, of course, uh, all the crew at John Paul College as well, mate. Hey, thanks so much for being with us on Without Bias and good luck for the rest of the year uh, and for the rest of what we're, I'm sure will be a, a successful bowls career. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate you having me on. Uh, very good, man. There's uh, just a great insight uh, into the future of Australian bowls. Uh, the uh, boys under 18 singles champion for the second year in a row at the Australian Open, Joseph Clark. Uh, that's it from us on Without Bias. If you missed anything, Carla Krasanik, uh, Joe, Joey Clark, it's all up on the Without Bias podcast page, sen.com.au. For Bowls Australia, local legends wanted a Bowls Greens just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Make sure you get out and about. Uh, AP at the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 13 Get set go. That's it from us uh, on Without Bias. Stick around, though. Sporting Capital continues uh, on the other side of this. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.